What is going on, guys? This is your main man, Ben, here, and we are Talk Active. I work in technology field as PC tech administrator, analyst for at least 10 years. I like cycling, boxing, outdoorsy things. We generally talk about current events, technology, sports, or sometimes by request. We are regular people with factual experiences. It would be nice if we can contribute to the universe. Let's talk about it. What's good, my good people, man? Oh, I forgot to mention uh, uh, crypto on that one. I have to change my script here. But happy Wednesday, guys. Happy Wednesday. It's a good hump day. It's Wednesday. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm pumped up. You look like pumped up. I know it's you, but uh, uh, I'm always stoked every single day. Mm, except that we got a lot of interesting news here and uh you're gonna be approaching this news depending on how you stand but uh we're just gonna talk about general things here man because I, w- I would like to approach this podcast in a different perspective now um i want to i want to dissect it a little bit more just not to be focused on one things and all that stuff but you know this is free information that we get um based on our experiences hope that we can contribute we're not paid on anything sort of sponsorship and all that stuff but we contribute to the universe man but today guys we're going to talk about some interesting things man since what what i noticed lately is that because i carry my garmin my watch tells me uh which is you know very old watch four years almost three years it tells me when is the sunset and when is the uh, uh, sunrise. No, waiting for springtime because of the fact that springtime is time for winter to go away. So I've been observing the time and the clock is coming back. Um, it's supposed to be winter solstice was December 22nd. The oldest or the, the most uh, earliest where it sunsets. It's like around 4.45 p.m. But right now we're we're heading back towards daylight saving time, which is I'm waiting, you know, as a cyclist. But uh, it's climbing back to 5.11. You can see that 5.11, guys. And it's coming back right up to where the normal time frame is going to be. And we're excited about that, especially people who live in a winter place, Maryland. Yeah. But I'm looking towards cycling. Um Given the fact that my Linsky, my GR300, I've been riding it for what? We got it like October, December, uh, uh, October, November, December, January. Three months old. I can't do my months. Given the fact that we haven't ridden it for like we used to. So uh, because of the winter, um, we put in like around 400 plus miles in it, but roughly just rode it around two months all in all. I'm looking towards the saddle. The saddle is very important, especially for cyclists, where you run either in road or gravel. Um, it's comfort. That that would be one of the most important things that you want to give or pay attention. Because as a cyclist, three points where you contact your body to the bicycle. You got to understand, especially for the new ones that comes in. Um, aside from proper fitting 
for, you know, longevity where you ride, what, 10 hours, 11 hours. I don't know how far you ride or what the goal is for this session. But aside from proper fitting, the three main contexts that you want to pay attention is where the feet is, the pedals. Second is the saddle, where the butt is, where you're sitting down. And third is the positioning, where you're holding the handlebar. Now, those three points from the human perspective going to the device, the bicycle, it's very important for saddle. Um, my saddle for the GR300, this is amazing. It's not perfect, but I'm looking towards replacing it. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't have a solid comparison of this one, but thank God it's out of stock. This is what I'm looking at, guys. a C17 Carve from Brooks Saddle. Um, they got a very good reputation. Their Brooks Saddle, I think, has been in the bike industry for like, I don't know, 100 years, more than that, perhaps. All I know is that they make quality things. Um, my wife has that saddle bag, the leather one. Man, it looks gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, I love the way... The craftsmanship of that of that saddlebag is amazing because it's pure leather, and the stitching is amazing. Of course, the smell the smell of it. Um, the fact that it's leather, though, uh, you can customize it. the 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 further it aged, the better it becomes. You know that leather smoothness and the patina that that comes to it whenever you know it's time comes by. But this is the one that I'm looking at. Um, I'm not looking towards the leather version just because I don't want to maintain it a lot. Because you got to understand, it doesn't mean that you got leather. You just have to leave it like that. Nah. You got to do some wiping. You got to do some uh, paste that you put in there. I don't want to go through that. But it's amazing. It, it, it looks good. But the C17 Carve, man, I don't have anything that... that uh, like a, a actual experience in this one, but looking at this amazing saddle, this looks like a, a synthetic one. Um, all carbon, I think it's some kind of carbon plasticky thing that they got. And this is a steel directly, if you look at this one, directly underneath for the rails, that would be the one that connects from this left rail to the right rail, and that's where the rivets are. But C17, I'm looking towards closely about this one. Um, we'll see. There, there are a lot of different variations for the C17. You can get the car version, and you can get the non-car version, which doesn't have a hole here, you know, aerodynamics for your thing underneath that, you know, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know how to explain that. You know, it's a little air in there. If you look at this one, where you can get a little bit of airflow. You know what I'm saying? And this one is purely no airflow. But I believe because I own one of these in my Linsky and my other bikes, it has provides a little balance in it. So when you hit those rough edges in the trail or in the road, this offers a little bump. So it does bounce a little bit. So it's springy. Uh, this one... I don't know, but if you have a experience on this Brook Saddle, man, let us know because I am really gearing up and uh, ready for the spring season. We rode my, me and my wife rode last week. 
it was mad cold out there. I was just pedaling in here. I just want to put miles, 10 miles in the community, but it's mad cold. So I call it quits after 10 miles. But this is what we got for the Brook Saddle, man. Second news that we got, guys, Skydio 2. Skydio 2, you know, those drones that flies and follows you at 30, 35 miles per hour. They're back. Skydio 2 starter kit. Full price is 999 bucks. Um, they promised to deliver it within 45 days or faster. If you are not familiar with this one, and you are in outdoorsy things, this drone follows you with a crazy artificial intelligence of obstacle avoidance. And uh, at the same time, it's it's powered by NVIDIA, which is a central processing unit, CPU. You know, NVIDIA, they got like massive, crazy calculating power. So this thing calculates its surroundings before it moves. So... It's really precise, and I believe this is the best in the market if you're into action sports that tracks you. So if you're not familiar with Skydio, uh, familiarize yourself because spring is around the corner. And if you are in the drone market, you might want to take this. But you have a couple considerations, though, because this is powered by Wi-Fi. So meaning if you have a Wi-Fi drone, it doesn't go that far because it lose connection from the uh, either your cell phone or your receiver. They got a receiver too, guys. Uh, it looks like this. Right. No, they don't have one here. But it is a starter kit. The sports one got a receiver. Uh, this one right here. This one right here is a receiver. You don't need a cell phone for that one. Uh, this one. But if you get the starter kit, you have to power it in your cell phone. So what happens is this communicates you you bring it with you and the skydio can you can program if you know while you ride your bicycle and it surrounds and and follows you with a limitation of up to 35 miles per hour wi-fi powered you got to take note that put that into consideration but this is the best in the market skydio 2 now moving on guys moving on oh man ravens didn't make it my Baltimore Ravens didn't make it. Um, they got knocked out by the Buffalo Bills. Um, I hope my boy Lamar Jackson is okay. He got hit and he got uh, into a concussion. So that being said, we are out. But looking forward this weekend, there's going to be four teams left. It's Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Now I'm looking towards AFC uh, Patrick Mahomes got hit last week, and he uh, he's he got concussion too, and and the hit was pretty crazy because he he dragged himself, and it looks like he was carrying the weight of his body and his head and neck, so he he was taken out, and they almost lost last week, but I uh, hope he's okay. Um, it looks like he's in a process that he can play this weekend but we would like to see a healthy Patrick Mahomes man because this is defending Super Bowl champions you know um, it it would be nice to see him compete again in the biggest stage in football and I hope he's okay because we want to see a bang bang pure football action because this weekend is going to be the finals for the divisional playoffs 
and then Super Bowl by February. So there are four teams left. On the other hand, Tom Brady, the GOAT, is going to face Aaron Rodgers. I think the reigning MVP this year, most likely I'd be shocked if not Aaron Rodgers. This two is going to meet up. And uh, it's going to be amazing to watch because what can you ask for more, man? Goat greatest of all time, Tom Brady, faces the Houdini of football, Aaron Rodgers. Crazy, right? And I believe, though, if you ask me, uh, Aaron Rodgers got the more complete package team. Uh, My bet is on Aaron Rodgers. However, you can never count out Tom Brady, man. Because this guy, coach, place, it's he's the this is the greatest. I didn't like him a lot, especially when he was in in uh, New England Patriots. But I do respect his abilities and his experience. He is an amazing player. So that would be this weekend. It's gonna be amazing. All right, let's go down to the nitty gritty. Of current events today, Wednesday, presidential inauguration is going to be new president. Uh, the president elected uh, Joe Biden, Joseph Biden, would be uh, inaugurated today as the 46th president of the United States, noon this Wednesday. So, uh, yeah. All I can say, guys, is that. Whoever sits in the office must be respected. It is appointed by God with purpose. That's all there is. That's all there is that I have to say. I hope United States of America will come back to its feet and uh, uh, lead to be a better nation. What we are in the, in the past or in the past year or two or so, whatever you want to call it. But uh, I wanna I wanna point out something here. Um, the appointed treasury uh, chief treasury is going to be the lady by the name of Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen. I want I want to talk about her a little bit because it's kind of concerning because she's the former Federal Reserve chief. Uh, yeah, from twenty. 14 to 2018. And I just want to put some concerns in it because he has, he, she has mentioned that, you know, crypto, cryptocurrency, of course, is, uh, she wants to block it because it's illicit uh, entity financing terrorism and illegal activities. Yo, come on, son. For real? You, you think crypto is that. If you talk about illicit activities and funding, you're looking at probably little percent in it. Out of 100% in crypto, you probably look at it in a little percentage. What do you call about the dollar, you know? I mean, does not dollar fund terrorism? I mean, come on, man. We, we don't want to scale back in that one. Um, you're going to talk about things like that because... This, these individuals are are so centralized. Federal reserves. I don't want to dig deep in this one, man, because it's going to be really tacky. But this is the reason why 
decentralized things such as crypto exist because of this centralized people trying to manipulate every single thing in their path for the 1% favor. I mean, it's up to you. But, you know, what? whatever she said, whatever. That's what, I, that's what I can say. I mean, if you want to be herded into a this specific path, then you can. But times are different. Times are different. You want to be you want to be secured. You want to be, you know, stocks right now are recovering a little bit because she she have she has uh, mentioned that, you know, you you got to spend big now and worry about your debt later. That's what by the words of Janet herself said that. I mean, uh, uh, spend big now and worry about your debt later on her own words. I mean, okay. Moving on, guys. Uh, Ripple co-founder, Ripple with the SEC problems, Jed McCaleb sells 28.6 million XRP after 25-day pause. Paint the big picture. Co-founder sells 28.6 million XRP after 25 days pause. After 25 days, SEC officially serve the uh, uh, lawsuit. Uh, man, paint the big picture. I think uh, it's it's done for your XRP. 28.6 is a lot. And I think XRP price action right now, guys, is down uh, 3.83%. You can look at this one right now. It's four. Price action for XRP is 28 cents Upon that um, news that came out of co-founder selling it, uh, they they dipped, uh, they deep, no, nah, they dipped more. So here's my take, uh, especially you know Janet Yellen announces that crypto is is you know, funding illicit activities and, and it does affect the market. We can look at the price action right now per coin market cap. Bitcoin taking a little bit hit, but the bulls depending depending defending it in thirty four point six, thirty thirty four point five territory. There's two types of I'ma say people within crypto. There are hodlers and there are traders. Now, if you look at it in a different perspective, if you're a hodler, you got to weather the storm through thick and thin. You're there. You're going to hodl forever. Um, there's a big reward for that. But if in trader's perspective, either you're a short-term uh, day trader, weekly trader, whatever kind of trader you are, you have to think of profit right now is what I put in. This is what I get out. I have an entry plan. You got an exit plan. Think about those things right now because it affects the price big time. Um, yesterday we hit what thirty seven thousand, and right now crypto is thirty four six five one. After that, you know, announcement by the uh, acting appointed uh, Treasury Secretary by President Joe Biden. So. Think about those things. It can affect exit and entry plan. Manage your risk. 
um, for me, that spoiled a little bit of the uh, Ethereum party that happened with, you know, Ethereum hitting all-time high yesterday, guys, officially. For quite some time, Ethereum hit 1423. That would be officially the uh, all-time high for Ethereum network. Now, look at this. Ethereum, Ethereum. What can I say? Ethereum is awesome. Um, congratulations to the hodlers. May the force be with you. I'm just going to reiterate this. In the past episodes, um, dot and all that stuff that we talked about. I would like to make a correction on that one because I, I, I spoke too soon. And uh, I was shilling. Maybe the power of shilling got into me too much. That will never take over Ethereum. Um, I'm going to explain a little bit why you know I said that. Because a lot of people uh, are comparing it. This is the Ethereum killer. That doesn't... Polkadot is not designed like that. It designs to complement a blockchain or a currency or a technology. That's how it works. Dot Polkadot will always complement whichever who uses the dot, the the parachain for Polkadot. Now, Polkadot co-founder Gavin Wood is one of the programmers that designed an Ethereum network in the past. He actually designed a smart contract in Ethereum. So his main goal in Polkadot is not to compete with Ethereum, but to complement. So complementing Ethereum will affect that because Ethereum can go to use blockchain or parachain under Polkadot and that would complement each other. So it's a win-win situation, I believe. And uh, for, for Ethereum to succeed, all other altcoins will follow. So I believe this is just the entry for the bull run for the altcoins space. And uh, uh, I I truly hope Ethereum would go far as, what, 50K as they projected. That'd be awesome. Congratulations once again to the hodlers, man, because these are the things that... Uh, why we're in the space but guys this probably is the uh some of all our stuff this week um couple of things you know be mindful on your investments like what i said entry and exit level once again stock market right now is positive because of that uh pointing of the new treasury and uh Watch out for those things because there's some good stuff happening in the stock market as well. The dollar, though, not doing so well um, given that stimulus is just around the corner. Uh, yeah, it's dollar. The fiat, U.S. dollar is not doing well. But securities and shares in the stock market is up. If you know what I'm saying. So... Guys, appreciate you watching, man. Um, this is going to be probably our podcast this week. We're going to be doing some good stuff, probably reviews coming in, and some probably a little bit of giveaways that we're going to put on probably in this channel or the other. But appreciate you guys watching, man. Always remember, God is good all the time. This is your main boy. Peace out.